Dermot McElroy, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a good while, I think, since you were on. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while now. It certainly has. Now, the great news is that you're on with a bit of success to talk about, Dermot. It's brilliant that you uh, that you earned one of the five Challenge Tour cards on offer. Must be a sense of relief, a sense of achievement. What is it mainly? Um, I was just very satisfying, you know. Um, I've, I've had a super year. I've played very consistent all year, every event, you know. I've, I've showed good form, you know. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably, uh, I wouldn't say it's a relief. Uh, in, in a sense, it's more just in, enjoying the success of the year and, uh, you know, m- moving forward to next year. Yeah, because, as I said, it, it hasn't been easy. You've been battling on the Euro Pro Tour for the last three or four years mainly. Um, I know you had a good run to challenge tour back 2018, 17, 18 ish. Twenty eighteen has been challenged her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you've you've been battling on the Euro Pro Tour and it's a grind, let's be honest. It's a grind out there. Um what changed or what has clicked for you this year? Um that's a good question. I think uh, if all golfers know what changed, uh, you know, to play good, uh, it's certainly helping. But uh, I'm not really too sure. I think going in last year's performances, uh, I played well last year. I was pipped at the post in the last event last year, which was which was gotten, you know, it was it was hard to take. Um, but it gave me a lot of confidence going into this year because uh, I knew I was playing well. And, you know, all, all it was was one better position now, you know, Instead of finishing third, you would have finished second that week. So you needed a tiny wee bit of luck uh, last year. Um, but no, I knew going into this year, I was playing well. I was full of confidence, and uh, I think it showed in my golf. I uh, um, had a lot of top, lot of top tens this year, even a lot of top fives. Uh, you know, so I think uh, I think just coming in this year with a lot of confidence uh, certainly was a big, uh, big factor in it all. Yeah, and and now you're you're twenty nine, thirty ish, getting on. Amongst these youngsters nowadays, Dermot, yeah. what has kept you going? What has kept you on this this treadmill up to this stage? Because, like, I'm sure there was a couple of stages, confidence was low. You know, maybe finances were tight. Where you were thinking, do I need this, or was that ever in your head? No, it was never really in my head. No, um, I've always wanted to do this here, and uh, again, really, my first season was really 2017. So, you know, you need to do, you need to give yourself a few years to so get used to the professional game, used to traveling, uh, being away. And, uh, you know, just just a, a slightly different environment to the amateur game, the professional game. Um, so, you know, I, I saw it was like 2017, I had a good year, you know, a pre- pretty good year for my first year. Uh, going on to 2018, 19, uh, wasn't really what I was looking for. Um, I just didn't play very well uh, in them two years. And then obviously COVID hit, didn't really get a chance to play 20. So I really, I really only had, you know, three years on Rebuilt. And then uh, 2021 came. Um, again, I played very well last year. So, you know, just coming into this year with a lot of confidence. Um, no, it's never really entered my head that, you know, I've really, I've really only had two bad years of really not performing the way I would have liked to. But mm. even in that there, I had a lot of good results in them, two bad years. So... Still a lot to take out of. Yeah. So it, I suppose it's to do with perception, maybe, that the people kind of look at you. You've been around for a long time, playing a lot of amateur golf, 
from your very young right through to a very high level and maybe in people's heads and I would be obviously one of them kind of like oh Dermy's been at this for 100 years when in actual fact in your head you're kind of on the path that you expected to be maybe not just as quick but you're not far off it yeah not just as quick obviously I would have loved to have uh, got the opportunities um, even the likes of playing you know Walker Cup when you're an amateur it gives you so much more advantages when you turn pro you get into European tournaments, challenge tournaments and um I think it was two thousand thirteen was probably my best year to try and get into that one uh, results wise and obviously wasn't picked, wasn't selected, whatever, but um no you know you in my in my stage when you turn pro you have to go through the mini tours uh, and and build your way up, you know, fight your way up basically. So I think it's uh it's it's obviously the toughest way to go. Um, as a golfer, you know, through the mini tours, breaking through, even breaking through the mini tours isn't easy. And then uh, playing your your second tier tours, like your challenge tours, uh, your corn free tours, and then obviously trying to break through to you know the European tours. So yeah, um, I think you know it, it's it's been it's been it's been beneficial playing on the mini tours. Definitely, you sort of learn a lot about yourself and how your game is. Um, you just got to grind out on them, you know. You just got to embrace every event uh, in a way, and sort of obviously you have your goals of reaching the pinnacle of the game, and um, it's really a stepping stone. The mini tours, very good. Um, you are now challenged to a full card for next year, but it seems almost more important this year that you get off the the, the mini tour circuit because obviously the PGA Europe tours folding really so it couldn't have come any any better for you where do you think that leaves lads like yourself who were looking at stepping stone like had you not made the breakthrough how difficult would it be without the euro pro tour yeah that's a very good question um obviously i have a lot of friends that play on the euro pro tour and uh, they're in a situation now where uh, they have no status anywhere as a professional golfer uh, the guys who finished top 60 usually gets their cards for next year, so at least they have playing rights for next year on the Euro Pro Tour. Um, but that leaves them in no man's land. They've no status anywhere, not even on the other uh, mini tours. They have no status because obviously they have their own Q schools and whatnot. Um, so it leaves them in no man's land. Uh, you know, they're going to have to go to qualifiers again um, or Q schools again, I should say. Uh, yeah, it's a difficult, difficult situation. Like, you know, if you don't have the backing, um, you know, sponsorship wise, it's it's going to be tricky for a lot of guys, uh, to continue on with, with golf. Obviously, as you know, the Euro Pro has folded. Um, you know, if you want to be, you know, progress in golf, uh, it's okay. England has a couple of mini tours you can go and play, and during the summertime, and you know, the good mini tours. But um, if you're wanting to sort of progress, going to challenge tour, on the European tour, um, yeah, losing them five cards is more. Uh, is awful for for the guys that are that that haven't you know finished top five out, out of the whole field this year. So yeah, um, yeah. tricky situation that they're in. But uh, I, I'm sure the five cards will go to at least a couple of the mini tours over in England because um, you know it's, it's very important. There's so many so many pros in England, you know, in the UK, um, that are not really going to have that stepping stone anymore uh, of, you know, having them chances to get to, you know, the five challenge tour cards. So 
it'll be interesting what uh, Keith Pelly um does with the challenge two cards or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from your point of view, what's the plan now for the next while? Have you golf on your horizon, or are the clubs held up and put away for a while? No, no. If Q School starting the third uh, second stage of Q School. So um, it's only really a week away, a week, a week and a bit away. No, practicing away and uh, just doing the normal, normal things, you know. Yeah, be some. Uh, and, and and do you go to Q school now with uh, a different at- attitude? Because let's be honest, challenge course locked up. Challenge, you've you've got that sorted now. Come what may, that's my golf for next year. Yes, I, no, I, I'm still going. Um, you know, to the European. Q school, the obviously qualify for the European Tour. That's the whole point of it. Um, but no, I know what you mean. There's a bit of ease, but um, I probably, I probably wouldn't want that ease in a way. Uh, say I'm coming down the stretch, and you know, I need to finish, you know, for three birdies in the last five holes. I'd maybe like that a little bit of pressure just to, you know, kick it going, you know, sort of things. So. Um, it's it's a nice position to be in, obviously, because you know, from from my perspective, I'm still progressing no matter what. It doesn't matter how I do. Um, but obviously, I would love to skip the challenge tour and just go straight on the main tour. Yeah. And and in terms of Dermot, how you've approached um your game and and you know what you've been working on, has there been anything in particular over the season? That has made a big difference to your game. Um, have you worked on your drive and have you got a bit longer? Or has it just been, you know, a combination of everything clicking? No, no, there's a certain wee move I've been working on for about three years now. Um and it's worked big time for me now. Now my bad shot would just be a quick left. Um and I had to get that out of my game. I really did. It was it was a very destructive shot. And now I maybe would have came once every, you know, twice around or whatever, but it was a very destructive shot and, you know, I just had to get rid of it, basically, or just lessen, lessen the shot. Um, so, no, this little move I've been working on for three years now, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's what to, what I have to do with my hips, um, especially on the backswing where I forget to, you know, if I get too quick, my hips go too quick and then my hands flip and then there's a left shot, so, um, it's been very beneficial. It, it's it's held under pressure, uh, which was obviously the main thing for me. Um, so no, as long as I keep doing that little move and it, it, it still feels good and looks good to me, um, I I see you know uh, no issues going forward with with my game because it's not often to get that left shot, and if I do, I know exactly what it is. So, um, you know the rest of the round generally I'll not hit it. Mm. Uh, it, it certainly seems like you, you've kind of well you never figured out but you know it just shows you that not everybody works things out at the same speed and and you know as I said you're you're 29 now you've had those four or five years you're comfortable with the game that you've developed has there been anybody helping you along the way Dermy over the last year and a half or so or is it just Dermy McElroy Inc uh, it's just... <laughs> It's just myself. Um, I haven't had a lesson since maybe two thousand and the end of two thousand seventeen, I think. So it's been five years, and I think just for me, because I uh, I tend to overanalyze lessons and uh, just things 
it's only natural. Um, you know, to sort of try and get better. But I, I would overanalyze everything to do with golf. So, uh, keeping things very simple for me is the best thing for my mind. Um, and you know, if if I'm confident in what I'm doing, generally I'm going to play quite well in an event or you know the events coming up. Now the Challenge Tour, obviously, is a global tour. It's got very long reaches now. It's all over the world. And um, anything in particular you're looking forward to? I know the schedule hasn't come out yet, but if somebody was to say to you, Dermy, there's there's an event last year, the year before that you you had played in recently and really enjoyed, what would it be? Uh, good question. Obviously, I, I played uh, most of the schedule 2018, so I do know most of the courses. Um, and I know the ones that I, I would probably, if I was on my game, I'd have a great chance of winning around these types of courses. Uh, generally, they're very, very tight courses. Um, you, you know, hard, hard courses. You've just got to play well around them. So there's a couple in France that do really, you know, they fancy my eye. They're, they're hard, tricky courses, you know, um, where you got to drive it well, you got to flight your ball well. So, um, yeah, th- there's a couple I would be looking forward to. Uh, there's a little place called, now it's a real... A lot of people don't like it, but I quite liked it this year. I played it this year. Um, it's Plenuf, Plenuf Golf Golf Club, whatever it is. Um, it's a tight little French course, and it's short. But I tell you what, it'll it'll show if you're not playing, if you're not playing well or not, because you could so easily shoot eight over around the place, or so easily shoot five under. It's that type of golf course. Brilliant, brilliant stuff, Dermot. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Once again, congratulations and uh, good luck at qualifying and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Yes, thank you very much, Paul. Hopefully see you soon. I see you, baby. See you.